Hey, welcome to podcast episode 83. So what do you think is the most important thing that you can do as a homeschool mom? And imagine there's a lot of ideas pop into your head when you start thinking about this, because there's a lot of important things. <laughs> you know, maybe things like teaching them good character or teaching your kids how to read or teaching them how to connect with God and with good or teaching them good values teaching them how to learn or how to love learning, helping them love themselves and loving them yourself to guide them. Or maybe you even thought of that it's to lead the way or be a good example to them. I mean, all of these are really good things. There's a lot of really important things that you can do as a homeschool mom for sure. But the other day I had a really long drive and while I was driving, I was thinking about this question because if what if I could only do one thing what could be the most or what would be the most important thing that I could do if I couldn't do anything else what would it be what if what if I were even like physically incapable of doing all the things that I do now that I feel are really important for my homeschool and I asked that question about you know what if I couldn't do all those things so that it could bring it more into focus, you know, what would I focus on if that were the case? And, you know, if it were something physical, then I could get something else to do. What is the one most important thing that I can do as a homeschool mom that no one else can do? You know, obviously, as homeschool moms, we have a lot on our plates. Like, <laughs> and I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be doing all the things because all the things are important, right? Or at least it feels that way. So that's why I was thinking about why maybe it's good to ask this question and help me see what really is the most important thing for me to do that only I can do. Now, I obviously think all those other things I mentioned earlier are important too, <laughs> but having that one thing that I always go back to could keep me grounded on the foundation, right? Now, um, clearly I would love my kids no matter what, right? That's what we do as parents, right? And you too. But I felt like it needed to be a little more clear than that because it, I wanted it to be something that I could do. And as I thought about this, I realized I, I really already knew the answer because this is really something I'm talking about all the time. But maybe I haven't framed it in this way before. Maybe I haven't talked about it like this before. And maybe I haven't made it how you know, very clear how important it is. If you've been following me for any length of time, you've probably heard me bring up the hero's journey. Of course you have, you know it. I love to teach about the pattern of the hero's journey, about how we're all on this life journey and how the hero's journey is the predictable pattern. It's the pattern for becoming, for learning and growing. And it is full of tests, traps, and trials, and it isn't super easy, but it is how we learn. And it also, in that journey, has the solutions to the problems with allies and other helps along the way. And we weren't meant to go on this journey all alone. We were meant to have other people guiding us along and mentors that can help show us the way. So... That brings me finally to the most important thing that I think that homeschool moms can do. More than just loving our children, I think that we also need to learn how to 
believe and encourage our children in their life paths. Why? Because it's hard, especially when you hit an obstacle or a challenge. It gets really, really hard. We tend to forget who we are as we go on that journey. And we start losing hope and that we can keep progressing and we want to give up. And it's hard when times get like that. Because as human beings, we do want to be good. We want to make progress. We do want to get better. But sometimes those things that come up on the journey are really, really tough. So if you think of any hero's journey story that you've read or watched or heard, when things get really tough, that's when the mentor needs to step in and does step in to breathe hope into that hero. So if you think about Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, um, he's not there all the time telling him what to do. No, he gives advice and he gives directions and training and he breathes that hope in there to Frodo to help him believe that he can do it. He can get through those things. He is a guide and as a guide, he does train Frodo, but more importantly, he believes in Frodo and he believes in him enough to allow him to make his own decisions and to take the journey. At one part in the Fellowship of the Rings, he says, I'm with you at present, but soon I shall not be. I am not coming to the Shire. You must settle its affairs yourselves. That is what you have been trained for. Do you not yet understand? My time is over. It is no longer my task to set things to rights, nor to help folk to do so. And as for you, my dear friends, you will need no help. You are grown up now. Grown indeed very high, among the great you are. And I have no longer any fear at all for any of you. So as homeschool moms, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, yes, for sure, we're still going to be training our kids. But as they start getting older and older, we're going to allow them more decisions because we believe in them. And what if they make a mistake? It doesn't reflect poorly on us or even on them. It's just how part of the learning process. And when they do make a mistake, we can still hold that belief that they are going to learn and grow. And as they do get older, this whole process becomes more and more important. And I think it's especially important when they're making the choices that we don't think are the right ones because we don't think it would be the best for them. All heroes, those who are on the path of growing and becoming, need someone to believe in them. And I personally believe that parents are the first and the best ones to do that. Now, of course, this isn't a requirement. There are plenty of people who may not have gotten that level of belief from their parents. But that doesn't mean that a person can't still navigate the journey if their parents didn't believe in them. But I think that if we're going to take on the responsibility of educating our children in our own homes, the most important thing that is more important than filling our kids with heads with knowledge and education is to fill our children with our belief in them. I mean, you look out that at the world. The world is out there 
beating them down at every turn. The messages of the world are not always ones of encouragement, but rather many of them are just, eh, do whatever it takes to be comfortable. (laughs) If we're going to have kids who are confident enough to stand for good when it really matters, then we need to allow them that privilege in our own homes by believing in them. But Molly, I do believe my kids. You might be thinking that, right? And I thought that too, but do you really? Well, I think there's periods of times when we believe in them more than others, but I think this is something we need to be really intentional about, super intentional. So what, what does it look like to believe in your kids? And it can look like a lot of things for sure. And it does mean that when you look at your child, you can remember that amazing potential and not just when they do something awesome and praiseworthy to the rest of the world, like doing well on a test or creating a cool project or making a great speech or something like that. But no, it means that you still hold that belief when they're struggling when they have a problem, when they're not living up to your expectations and when they lie about something or when they tried to do something good, but they keep messing it up. That's when you can still look at them and you can say, I love you. I know this is really hard for you. I'm so sorry. You're going to have the consequence that's attached to this choice. How can I help you? You are good. You will get this. You may feel bad about yourself now, but you are still a good person. You're going to do it. When your daughter has lied to you the entire year, telling you she's been doing her math and you never checked up on her, do you still believe in her? Or do you start beating yourself up because you should have made her do it? You should have been better at checking in on her. Then you start to wonder, I'm messing up my kids. I'm not cut out to be a homeschool teacher, and I don't think she's ever going to learn math. And then you get angry at her for lying to you, and then you tell her she's going to be bad at math because she's never going to learn math if she doesn't buckle down and do what you say. Or could you choose a different path? Instead of dumping out all your insecurities on her, what if you, when you discovered this, you had a talk with her? And you're gentle with her and you guide her and you say, I am disappointed that you didn't choose to do your math this year and that you lied to me about it this this whole time. I do know that math is really hard for you. And maybe my expectation was too high that you could do it on your own without me checking in. And then you can talk about the consequences. What do you think the consequence for this action will be? Let her think it through. What's the natural consequence? And, and say, do you need another consequence to help you not avoid it and to learn it? What do you think would help you learn math? Do you even want to learn math? Then help her set new goals and consequences for learning math. Or maybe she decides to take a year off. And maybe that's okay. Our kids need our belief in our encouragement They are doubting themselves all the time. They have experiences in their lives that they end up interpreting in a way that makes them beat themselves up. And those experiences typically have these very deep feelings attached to them. So they're going to remember them and keep thinking about them unless we can help them reframe those stories 
And it's happened to all of us too. We have our own stories too that give us our own insecurities as adults. So when I'm talking about belief in our kids, I feel like there's probably two parts to this whole idea of belief. And the first part is, is something that I heard years ago. I was listening to a set of parenting CDs, so that tells you how long ago this was. <laughs> and I can't even remember the presenter's name or most of the eight hours worth of content, but there was one part that just really resonated with me and stuck with me and that I can still remember today. And I don't remember the exact phrasing, but I remember the gist of it shifting, shifting something in my mind and saying, oh, and it was so powerful for me that I, I, when I started shifting that way of thinking, it changed so much for me. And she said something along these lines. Um, when your kids are acting poorly, please remember that they do want to be good. They don't want to be grumpy. They want to be happy. And I was thinking about that. I was like, wait, well, then if they want to be good, then why are they acting so bad? And I realized, well, it's because it's hard to make these choices. It's easier to just flow with your feelings of however you're feeling at the time. And you are grumpy, but they don't want to be that way. And that's probably not even what she said. That's just what I how I heard it. And it really did change my whole outlook on my kids. I no longer had to stress out that, oh my gosh, these, these kids are a mess. They're terrible. Instead, I could say, no, these are kids who want to be good and they're still learning and growing and practicing. And as we focus on that good that's inside of them, then we can see that more and more. I mean, there are things about our kids that bug us. And we think, man, why can't they act a little better? Well, they want to. And they want you to, they need you to believe that, that they can act a little better. And then as I think about me as a child, wow, I think I was rough. <laughs> but the good news is, is my mom believed in me. And I did get better and better. Thank goodness. <laughs> The second part of the whole idea of belief is to believe that they can change for the better. So the first part was believe that they want to be good. And the second part is believe that they can change for the better. And believe that there is a process for learning and growing. And even if they're not always on that path, not always on that journey, it doesn't ever mean it's too late. There is always hope. They can get back on that path of becoming and learning and growing. So we can have belief in them and in the process. Now this sounds like it should be really easy, eh, but of course it isn't <laughs> like any good thing, right? And I suspect that it might be even harder for moms who choose to homeschool. And that's because we just feel like we've taken on our responsibility for so much and we want to prove to the world that we're turning out these good kids. And if they go wrong, oh man, that's going to reflect on us. But it really doesn't, only in so far as we think it does. I do remember feeling so stressed out about how my kids were behaving and the choices they were making because I wanted to be able to control it all. That just seemed a lot easier to me. Um, but I couldn't because 
they are their own people on their own journeys. And when I started trying to control all their actions to try to make them become good, uh, that creates a lot of power struggles and more problems. And mostly the reason I wanted to control it was because I was worried about what I would look like because I felt like I needed to prove myself instead of because I was so worried I was going to fail is really what it was. So how do we get to that point where we can just fully believe in them and take the power struggles out and to believe in the process? Well, we choose to do it ourselves. And like I was saying, for me, I was so worried that I was really messing things up. And I think so many of us feel that way because we love our kids so much. That's why we start homeschooling them because we want the best for them and we don't want to mess it up. But I had to realize I don't have to do it perfectly. In fact, I'm not going to do it perfectly. It's impossible to do it perfectly. And so I had to start choosing to believe that I was good as I was and I was enough. I wasn't royally messing them up, maybe slightly, I don't know. <laughs> but then I had to learn the growth process and to take that journey myself so I could see how it felt so that I could know that it was okay to mess up and make mistakes because I had this really bad habit of just beating myself up and then, or blaming them or blaming everyone else. And while I really wanted to believe in my kids, I had a hard time do it, doing that because I'm thinking if I don't make them do it, then they're going to be messed up. And that is a hard way to live. I'm letting my fears take over my thoughts about them. And I was so worried about them. And that's tough because your kids can feel when you're worried about them. They can feel that. And they think, oh, well, mom doesn't believe me. So might as well not even try. They don't think that consciously, but that is kind of the feeling that they get in. Now, I'm not saying I never worry about them now. That, that would be crazy, right? But by realizing that it was okay for me not to do things perfectly, to make those mistakes, to allow myself forgiveness, to forgive myself and lighten up my, myself, then I was able to allow that for them too. Because I could see I'm on this journey. I'm not perfect. But I'm still okay. And I'm still moving forward. And I knew they would do that too. Every hero needs someone to believe in them. And if it's not us, then who? I think the world is just getting so confusing out there with so many different voices. And if there's someone else that puts a lot more belief in our kids than us, well, they may go follow that path instead. So that's why I think it's so important for us, the parents who love our children the most, who better than to intentionally shower that belief on our children. Our kids need us to believe in them and to show us the way. Belief is a choice and it doesn't take any extra time. It just takes extra intentionality. So believe in them, believe in the process, believe in yourself. And if you want more help with this, now is actually the best time to get Building Heroes Academy or Building Heroes Curriculum. I forgot I changed the name. Um, 
because not only is it being offered at an incredibly low price right now before it goes up by $100, but you're also going to get a year's worth of support to help you build that belief in yourself and in them. And I would love to see you there. So let's believe in our heroes together.